welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Tracy Ring. I am the Chief Data Officer and Head of Global Generative AI for Accenture. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Matt Ho, Cintas CIO. Matt, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Tracy. Uh, really happy to be here. I guess very similar to the discussion around backlog versus innovation, but you know, do you believe that you know you you kind of work towards outcomes driven or data driven, or is there a mantra that that you guys um, you know hold within CentOS as, as far as how you embark on these types of journeys? Yeah, so you know, it it comes with a strategy. You know, where do we want to be? Um, uh, you know, we've we have a fantastic business model uh, where we run a great playbook, and uh, you know we realize as CentOS we need a strategy, and I, I think that uh, the leadership team and the business and IT has come together to create create a, a pretty good strategy. Now it's about creating these foundations to enable the capabilities to reach the goals of that strategy, and so how we're taking AI and generative AI is helping. It's basically supercharging what we already do. For mm -hmm. instance. Um, you know, it's like prospecting. When a salesperson gets uh, get, gets up in the morning to go call on prospects, you know, we developed uh, AI models that align the top 20 prospects that match current customers that create a higher probability of a sale. So that's actually supercharging what they already do, which, you know, eliminates the work from the sales manager to actually take time to push it down to them. Also on the other side, we do the same thing with products. Uh, it aligns the best products to sell to those customers within that industry code to create a better opportunity for sale, but also better customer service at the end of the day. So taking those you know, spots, whether it's customer service or sales or operations, we're looking to supercharge it, but we also realize we have to kind of take a step back sometimes and align the business process and the data to create the outcome we want when we go ahead and expose it to a large language model or AI that day. Yeah, you uh, you hit on something interesting that that I think about a lot is that um, obviously the the world has been an incredible place of transformation. Um, I've had you know as of early this month, I had over five hundred discussions around generative AI just in twenty twenty three. So it's it's um, a, a really incredible pace, but um, some of this I, I think is exciting because it's putting some light on AI. Um, but it's also things that I would consider uh, good old fashioned AI are, are right. kind of being done under the banner of generative AI, which I'll sure. take it. Um, but but you hit on, I, I think an important concept is that, you know, it sounds like Syntas has been embracing the power of artificial intelligence um, for, for quite some time with sophisticated ways that you're thinking about, you know, um, prioritizing products or prospecting, et cetera. Um, in some ways that, that must have given you an opportunity to sort of, you know, be ahead of the game, even though you, you say that it is early days, it sounds like you have a, a unique advantage already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been very fortunate. Uh, we have great partnerships, as I mentioned earlier. Um, we've had great, uh, you know, leadership vision and support and in investing in these capabilities. Um, and, you know, we, we continue to create differentiators in our business and uh, we're not just leading our business, we believe we're setting the new standard for the business. Um, and, and saying that we've been using AI for a while, we're just now getting better at it and making it more repeatable that we can now use the large language models to actually get better productivity out of the things we're doing today. 
And, and the most important part is we're seeing other opportunities and pushing that out to the customers where they can see that benefit to them, whether it's through you know, the services they have, uh, optimizing their inventory and spend, uh, anything like that um, uh, has been very beneficial to us because of the large investments we had to just create that standard for our industry. Yeah, I love that. Improved outcomes, improved shareholder experience. Um, maybe we can talk about improved employees. So what advice would you give to someone who's new to the industry and keen to sort of chart a career here? Um, how, how does one get started in, in your view, Matt? Yeah, I, I I think it's probably not the most popular answer. People like to put the technology on top. Um, where we really push uh, internally is understand the business. Um, what is the what is the process that makes a business go, whether it's the operational side or the sales side? And then look at where we can accelerate that through either automation or some type of um, capability like AI or you know large language models. That's that's where the the magic is at the end of the day. You know, just because we what we've seen is we made a couple of mistakes. We we applied some type of AI on top of something without a larger view and we didn't get the outcome we wanted. Um, and it it worked inconsistently. And it's same with a large language model, we're, we're approaching the same thing is if we don't take a business view and go, okay, how do we consolidate and harmonize all my data and business processes as much as possible? The outcome for the large language models, even though we can learn over time, won't be the best that we want and might create drift or unexpected uh, consequences. So. When I, when I talk to people, it's like, don't look at the technology so much as roll your sleeve up, understand the business side of the story, and then we can apply these supercharged aspects to it to create the real value at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and you anchored on something that I, I also mentioned is, you know, this technology is new, but many of the lessons that we're learning, right? If you right. if you apply technology to bad data, if you apply technology to um, uh, processes that are broken, uh, if you give technology to individuals that don't have the right training, etc., you you um, I believe amplify some of those um, those you know underlying foundational issues. Uh, if if 100%. you percent, and we we like to say that here. It's like uh, now, AI or technology will make an inconsistent process go bad faster mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. at the end of the day. And uh, it's very hard to walk it back when you're impacting the operations or the customer service. You know, yeah. So well, we take a bottom-up approach to it. Yeah, that is fantastic. A, a wonderful, wonderful advice. Um, so I guess looking back, even though you said you're in the early days, I think you've got an, an incredible amount of, of experience to share. Um, any advice or or things that, you know, for organizations that are thinking about, you know, how to either recalibrate or to get started on this journey, you know, to think about that broader holistic view of, of how to incorporate this disruption? You know, it's, it, I, I'm glad you asked that. I, I had an interesting conversation with a uh, a CIO here in um, Cincinnati, and uh, his organization is is relatively small. And you know his his uh, I almost say complaint or concern is, you know I I can't afford to partner up with a Google or an SAP or a Verizon. How do I do it? And I and I I just told him I said, 
at the end of the day, uh, it comes down to just eating your vegetables and eating a balanced meal. Understand what process is the most consistent and then link up with a partner to have the right architecture in terms of you have to decide, do you want to consume the model or do you want to send your data out to have it be consumed somewhere else? You have to decide where do you want to play on that side of the ledger. But before that, you have to decide what data you're sharing and how sensitive it is. So there's like multiple layers here. Process consistent. The sensitivity of the data will dictate the architecture of what you want to do. And there's plenty of organizations out there that can do generative AI and AI. You hear about it all the time. But the best bets at the end of the day are the ones that can have a roadmap for the next three or four years. So analyze that and pick the partner wisely to go do the things you, you think you need to do. You know? Yeah, I think that's fantastic. We've learned, um, again, not to date both of ourselves, but decades and decades of experience on, on today's call. But um, I, I do anchor back to how do we you know, implement this in a way. We've already learned so many lessons. You guys have been through an SAP journey a cloud journey, all these other journeys where, where I think many of those uh, skills, lessons learned and uh, gotchas um, are, are ones that, that widely apply to everything we're facing now, even though we're at, um, in some cases, the bleeding edge, but but definitely the learning edge. So yeah, yeah that's well said. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take that from you, Tracy. That, that's <laughs> Well, wonderful. Well, well, I will fully um, look to uh, to uh, explore the idea of business scientists. I think that's an absolutely fantastic trade that we've made and, and can't thank you enough. This was an outstanding discussion and, and really exciting to see the amazing uh, work that Sintas is doing. And, and I hope we can continue this discussion. Thank you so much, Matt. Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for the opportunity.